In this episode, we talk about daydreaming and how it's actually a sign that you are more capable than the task you are working on. But do me a favor and snap back into reality because you are now listening to Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. So with today's song, we're going to take a little bit of a break from the hip hop flow we've been in for a few episodes and visit one of my other great loves, bass music. Today's song is The Collapse by an artist named Wolf. With its screeching synth solos and a beautiful drum composition, I knew I had to feature it as soon as I heard it. Check out the link in the resources and let's jump into the episode. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple research-backed strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and we've all done it. You're in the middle of working on something mindless and mundane, and then all of a sudden, you're standing on the TED stage giving a talk to a room full of the brightest minds. The talk wraps up and you receive a standing ovation. Someone throws a bouquet on stage and you graciously accept. But most importantly, you feel the pride and happiness that comes with knowing that you worked hard to earn this. And then five seconds later, you're back at your desk, still working on that memo your boss asked you for. This is called daydreaming. We all do it. It's a natural part of being human. And fun fact, we're the only animals with the ability to experience it. Many of us may get upset at ourselves when this happens. In the pursuit of getting more done and being more productive, we view this experience as an unnecessary break and we get frustrated because we should have been able to prevent it. But why? Why are we so focused on overriding what naturally happens? Daydreaming may seem like an unnecessary way to spend your time when your goal is to be more productive, but have you ever stopped to wonder why you do it and what it means? Daydreaming is the uniquely human ability to plan for the future, start working towards the life you really want, and even entertain yourself during monotonous periods. In a 2014 article titled The Amazing Benefits of Daydreaming on the Mind, Scott Barry Kaufman, PhD, writes, quote, Singer found that a major swath of society consists of happy daydreamers, people who enjoy vivid imagery and fantasy. They use daydreaming for plotting out their future. These daydreamers simply value and enjoy their private experiences, are willing to risk wasting a certain amount of time on them, but also can apparently use them for effective planning and self-amusement during the periods of monotonous task activity of boredom, Singer reported. He called this positive constructive daydreaming. End quote. Although daydreaming can seem like a total waste of time when the goal is to squeeze work out of every possible moment, it can actually be a very positive and constructive experience. And this isn't the only article that mentions this idea. In a 2012 article published in Smithsonian Magazine titled The Benefits of Daydreaming, Joseph Stromberg writes, 
Quote, a new study published in Psychological Science by researchers from the University of Wisconsin and the Max Planck Institute for Human Cognitive and Brain Science suggests that a wandering mind correlates with higher degrees of what is referred to as working memory. Cognitive scientists define this type of memory as the brain's ability to retain and recall information in the face of distractions. For example, imagine that when leaving a friend's house, you promise to call when you get home safely. On the way, you stop to buy gas and a few groceries and then drive by a car accident and get out to see if anyone needs help. Finally, when you get to your house, you remember to call your friend. The ability to do this depends on the brain's working memory system, end quote. So why does this happen? Why do we daydream? Well, the article mentioned earlier goes on to say, quote, what this study seems to suggest is that when circumstances for the task aren't very difficult, people who have additional work and memory resources deploy them to think about things other than what they're doing, said Jonathan Smallwood in a press release. In other words, daydreamers' minds wonder because they have too much extra capacity to merely concentrate on the task at hand, end quote. We daydream because the task at hand doesn't require as much mental energy as we have available. When you put it that way, daydreaming seems pretty cool, right? My advice is to stop being so hard on yourself. There is a reason that we daydream. There is a reason that we naturally want to do this. Let yourself delve into that world and stop being afraid of what you might find. But there's some good news for those of you who still want to focus exclusively on being productive. Human beings have a built-in limitation on how long we can daydream. It's called boredom. And once it kicks in, you'll snap out of your dream and find it much easier to focus on the task at hand because you've allowed your mind to rest. So, let's get into the quest. Today's quest is pretty simple. What do you daydream about? Do you see yourself on a TED stage like I do? Do you see yourself traveling the world, creating art? What is it that your mind naturally goes to when you daydream? Post about it on Twitter or Instagram with the hashtag MyTinyLeaps, and this quest will earn you 10 points. Now remember, the results of this past week of questing is going to be published on Sunday, so you'll be able to see what your current experience points are, how much you have left to get to level 2, and where you rank compared to the other players. All right, so this next section I mentioned yesterday, um, as I said, it's a little bit new, but I'm really, really excited about it. Here's the thing. I want to know who's listening. I want to chat with you and learn about you and see what goals and issues really matter to you in your life. Now, it's really important to me that I can put a face to as many of you listeners as possible. So over the last few days, I've been trying to find the best way to do that. And here's what I came up with. For the month of February, I'm going to be making myself available via Skype, Google Hangouts, or just plain old telephone for one hour every single weekday. My goal is to sit down and chat with two to four of you during those hour sessions and really start to get to know you. But I want to be very clear. This is a one-on-one -on -one conversation. It's just going to be us, and we can talk about anything and everything that matters to you. So to sign up for one of these sessions, go to tinyleapschat.com, and it's going to take you to my personal calendar scheduling page with a list of available days and times. I really look forward to chatting with some of you. Honestly, I'm so excited about the idea that I get to learn more about you and your life. So go to tinyleapschat.com and schedule a chat with me for one day in the month of February. Looking forward to it. 
That's it for episode 21. Thank you so much for listening. And if you like the show so far, the greatest compliment you could pay it is leaving a rating and review on iTunes, as well as subscribing to get future episodes. Here's a great review by a listener named HGC3. And I assume that's a, a name, a nickname of some sort. Quote, Greg provides some fresh content to how to live life and deal with all the daily issues effectively. Well done. End quote. Well, thank you so much for that, HGC. I really, really appreciate the kind words. And honestly, the fact that you take the time to write that, it, it means the world to me. So thank you again. If you'd like to have your review read on the show, well, you've got to leave one. So go ahead and do that so that I can have the pleasure of reading your name and your review on the air. Until the next episode, I've been Greg Clunas. And remember, all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.